Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we've got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house for episode 278 and my goodness Thank you for joining us. If you're just joining us here at Game That Tune, we are going to listen to some video game tunes. We're each going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs that we've selected with a little bit of trivia. Uh, We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner, a couple weeks ago, not last week, we took a week off, the winner on our last episode was me. And I picked a fantastic theme of games with big ass cities I want to talk about games with cities um i thought it was a pretty good theme it rules oh, out a, wait. Lot, a lot of games that don't have a setting you, you know, said talk- cities yes oh great big shit great big cities big oh, old cities um, i i completely misheard you i oh no Big oh, round fuck. voluptuous cities. Uh-oh. Right. Big bouncing cities. Yeah. Shit. Creamy white cities. Um motorboatable cities. Exactly. Yeah. Cities that you want to motorboat. Venice? <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Strictly <laughs> Venice. And maybe a couple of places in Thailand. I don't know. <laughs> um possibly some places on the East Coast. Right. Yeah. Miami in a few years. Um but yeah no it's uh it's games with cities it's uh you know like i said a a a, a theme focused on settings you know it pr- pretty much if a you know good chance if a game takes place in a world you know, there's probably a city in that world it's it, it only rules out a few games here fellas but uh, i think we've all got some fond memories of some big wide open adventure games or some you know some fun levels the you know from classic games taking place in cool cities you know running on top of girders and things construction zones uh you know tall buildings to be traversed and or knocked down there's there's plenty of action going on in video game cities and i think uh i think we got it on this one i think it's gonna be a good show um we got five fantastic games we've got a fantastic fan request and johnny we really just gotta hop right into it man so let's uh, let's beat the streets and start game one Game one.
Um, so in March 2016, um, an advertising company uh, helped out or collaborated with this uh, with Square Enix to do a contest where people got to vote on who to kill in the game, either Gary Cole or Gary Busey. And um, the winning actor would get um, use their um, voice and be um, like CG'd into the game. And uh, eventually Gary Busey won the contest. So there's a mission in this game where you get to go and kill Gary Busey. Who would ever vote for Gary Cole? Let's see what you guys got. Trivia is probably pretty uh, easy to shit. Do. Oh, man. Fuck, with John. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I see what you did. Uh, so, Johnny said Shantae Triple X. Uh, close. I no. wish that game existed. Um, <laughs> John, uh, David said Hitman, which is correct. And John said Bret Hart 3. And he's nicknamed the Hitman, and I'll I'll allow it. It's it's, it's <clears throat> so, we got uh, there. It was a long yeah. walk, but we got there. <laughs> this is the the Hitman game, uh, specifically the 2016 version. Um, it was you know you probably heard of the series. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played any of the games before. I have not. I've heard of it, but I've never actually played a Hitman game. Yeah, I'm really disappointed to admit that, no, I have not played a Hitman game before. It seems like it's something that should have been right up my alley this entire time. Yeah, uh, surprising no one, I have never played <laughs> Hitman. No, that, really, that's no yeah. surprise. So, the 2016 version is my first one that I've played. And um, so far, i got to say, it is really, really cool. Um, it reminds me a lot of 
like Metal Gear Solid as far as like stealthiness and like fucking with people while you're being hidden and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, unlike Metal Gear Solid Five, um, I won't get upset every time the character talks, and it's not David Hader because Agent Forty Seven was never David Hader, and that's a whole other can of worms. But uh, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but like each each level is like this real big like. Um, elaborate area that's um, like in one of the levels I'm at now is in Marrakesh <clears throat> and like so you got like the markets you got this area that's like uh, under military control and you're trying to get to like these two different targets and so like each area is like almost like a little just game itself because they're so yeah. big and interactive and and you're constantly like trying to sneak around um, you're listening to people like talk about um, interesting things that could help you on your mission. Maybe you know, oh, so and so has this guy coming to deliver flowers, and you're like, oh, well, I'm gonna go find that guy delivering flowers and knock him out and put on his outfit and show up to the place with flowers in my hand, and they'll just let me right in. And, you know, there's like, uh, it's a classic like, hitman move. You conceal yeah. a gun inside of a like a box of flowers. I mean, that's you know, classic we- shit. Well, you don't necessarily have to use a gun. Um, like in one mission in Paris, which is a pretty big city, um, you're <laughs> at a, like a, a big uh, like fashion show. And, Hold on, let me uh, fact check that. Yes, it is. <laughs> David checking the size of these cities as we go yeah. along. It's pretty big. Uh, and um, Paris really a series of villages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> oh shit! Not again. Um. But so you so, kill like, somebody at a fashion show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's crazy. Like, um, you, basically, you don't want to kill anybody except the people you're supposed to kill, um, mm. which I've accidentally killed a few people. But um, so, like, you're you're in France, and um, you figure out that this guy, he really likes this very specific drink. So, like, you uh, dress up as, like, one of the bartenders go up to the bar and you just hang out dude shows up and he's like oh I'll have one of the, these and and you start making it. you're like oh I know how to make that and he like turns around and he's all like finally we hired someone smart tonight god all, every, no one else knows how to make this drink and he's like chatting it up and looking all cool and then you can slip in some poison and so then he drinks it and he's like oh that's pretty oh and he starts grabbing his stomach and so if you're smart you'll run to the bathroom and hide in the closet. And so he starts puking his brains out and then you mm. just come out of the closet and shove his face in the toilet and he drowns in the toilet. There you and go. Then, I thought you were going to say that you serve him a drink so good that you realize maybe you should get out of the hitman life and go to like bartending school. No, no. And it just it shifts into you being pals with the guy you were going to kill and you know just tending bars. You become like Sam Malone. Well, he was yeah. a very evil. That's man. the story of Cheers. He was going to kill somebody, and he decided to open yeah. the bar instead. Right? <laughs> See, I thought it was going to be like you serve this guy a drink, and the drink is so good, he realizes that nothing else in life is worth living for, so he kills himself. Yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest brains ever. I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, you got lucky on this one, forty-seven. Come on. <laughs> he recognizes you as a hitman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what's going on here. You're a hitman, but you make a really good drink, and I think I've peaked. I will kill myself. (laughs) 
and leave the bounty to my family or something. I don't know. Um, you know, yeah, man, I'm really disappointed that I haven't played a Hitman game before because, again, like it just seems like yeah, like more like vignettes of Metal Gear Solid stealth stuff. Like, yeah, go do a little mission. You know, tackle it different ways. You got options, and uh, and it, it's cool because whenever you beat a level, it like tells you all like the different ways. Like it's like different um like almost achievements or um like um like i guess like tony hawk tricks almost like oh did you kill him this way or this way did you disguise as this person did you do this and so it ticks off all these little boxes and you get points and stuff for it and then you can unlock the next time you do that level you can start in different areas you can start already dressed up as like a golf pro or something yeah. you know so you can try to trick the lady into taking a golf lesson from you or you know, <laughs> kick her off a cliff or something you know see yeah and i like the function of a checklist like that in the game like you complete the mission and it gives you like a you know you did all this stuff and then you're like reading down those things like wait you know i was supposed to have done what now like you know there's a checkbox on here for like you know wear a giant cowboy hat no i didn't yeah, really yeah. see the giant cowboy hat i should go back and find that i want to want to do the mission as the giant cowboy it's like playing <laughs> it's like playing untitled goose game um yeah kind of yeah you know, it's just like yeah find a way to get the farmer wet it's like well, i don't know how to get the farmer wet that's a good idea you know uh, hmm, how would i go about accomplishing that yeah sabotage the the cockpit of the jet and when the scientist gets in to to test something the ejector seat launches him in the air exactly (laughs) okay what the fuck where was there a jet and untitled goose game i was gonna say i can't be the first person to have seen the connection between hitman and untitled goose game (laughs) i no no that makes sense now that i'm thinking about it there's a lot of like like you just you find things and you're like what does this do and then later on you're like Oh, I can do this, and that's good. It will become apparent in the course of the fucking with the person or the killing of the person what you're supposed to do as the goose and or hitman. Yeah, I like it, man. So guys, around the horn, would you rather fight Uh one hitman-sized goose or ten goose-sized hitmen? Um, I feel like this is an easy question. Ten goose-sized hitmen, because... Geese will fuck you up, and I don't want to imagine a hitman-sized goose. See, no, that's the thing. I would take on a man-sized goose because a uh, you know, man-sized goose can't really do all that much. It, it act- the question really comes down to how are the tiny hitmen armed? <laughs> like, you know, so, they have like, guns? Can they okay, just shoot me one. to death? For what? Well, are they normal-sized guns, or are if, they goose-sized hitman guns? Because that'll if, just sting. It won't yeah, little really derringers. <laughs> if you measure like a large goose from like beak to tail that's pretty fucking tall so you just might hit like 10 like adam cole's coming at you you know right <laughs> if, yeah. if you measure a goose beak to tail that's pretty tall for like 10 little hitmen yeah if you scale a goose up to six feet that's huge yeah, but he's i mean yeah goose at that point <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. We're not talking about a T-Rex size goose. We're talking about a goose my size. I can beat up a fucking goose that's the size of me. Yeah, but you know what a goose <laughs> basically know? is? A T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one, Jen. You know, you, you make okay. a, you always bring up these compelling, uh, you know, would you rather? I, I feel like, okay, I feel like, John, I'm, I, I want you to take this the best possible way. I think you could totally kill a goose but he's gonna fuck you up too well, yeah. like, you're gonna get a lot of scars 
but in the end, you're probably going to grab the goose by the neck because that's right. what you think you're supposed to do. And yeah, just squeeze the fucking life out of it. Yeah. Maybe beat its like head against like some concrete a while. <laughs> but it's still going to take Christ. some bites out of you. Its feet are going to probably like fuck you up, like kick you in the balls or something. Right. Like, it's going to get some shots in. But, but you, again, will, you will. Ten tiny hitmen would have guns and knives. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Jesse yeah. specifically said you don't need a gun in this game. So you don't know what kind of weapons well that's even the, more scary they could have yeah. anything a, a, a goose, you, you get what you get with a goose yeah. he ain't packing heat under those wings yeah he's not gonna suddenly like start you know whipping throne stars at you or anything like that yeah exactly you have <laughs> obviously he does the <laughs> they will fuck you up David, I think you, you're dealing with a different type of geese than us, uh, you know, further down south. I, think, I don't know what kind of geese they got in Chicago, but I man. think John is really overestimating his ability against the goose, and David is really overestimating his ability against ten tiny hitmen. <laughs> I, you know, I think David's just overestimating waterfowl in general. They're just fucking <laughs> birds, David. They're not that serious. <laughs> yeah, there's, we'll we'll talk more about this when I steal the notes from David's therapist and see what the fuck happened to him when he was a little kid. He must have been attacked by a duck at some point because he really thinks they're worse than they seem. Uh, it was um, actually a peahen, and it's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, save it for the post-show, baby. It's going to be great. Um, so, Jesse, uh, you know, do you have a favorite mission in this uh, this Hitman game or like a uh, you know, favorite moment before um, we move on? So far, uh, I've only done like three places so far because the the world the, the levels are huge. Like, there's a lot you can fucking do. Um, I did uh, start a gas leak on one of the uh, stove tops, and so then like I like hid in the other room, and I guess someone uh, was supposed to have that stove on, so they like walked in, they're like, "What's going on?" And they go went over and turned the stove on and since there was a gas leak it like blew them the fuck up nice. it's pretty cool um it's a it's a real fun game i'm i'm glad i'm finally getting into it um it scratches that weird metal gear itch but i mean it's i mean i'm not saying it's like as good as metal gear but it's got some elements that remind me of such Right, and um, and given how shitty Metal Gear has gotten, it's like good, you know. Okay, well, I'll play some stealth, you know, killing type games and uh, have a have a fun time, as opposed to, you know, Metal Gear Solid Five and survive. Like, yeah. mm, no, I think Hitman might scratch that itch for me too. I'm gonna have to check this out, man. I do have one question: Is this the series where you can kill people with a plastic bag? Um, I think you're thinking of Manhunt. Okay. Yeah, that does sound like a manhunt. This this is more of a. I don't want to say like whimsy, because. <laughs> like, man killing people. Yes, <laughs> but there are some like you know fantastical moments in the game as far as like just some some weird like like the homing suitcase situation or or like uh, you know dressing as weird people and beating people up with a wrench and. Or I do like there's one way you can kill someone if you have like a uh, syringe or poison. You can just sneak up behind someone and stab them with a syringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so fucked up. And then someone always sees me and they're like, hey, what'd you do to that guy? And you run, <laughs> you run around the corner, <laughs> knock someone out and take their clothes, dresses them, dump the body and then run out of the door. And they're like, hey, did you see that guy that went over there? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm some other guy. I'm a janitor now. <laughs> and they're like, oh. <laughs> Okay. That checks you out. Say so. uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I want to play this, man. This sounds really fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, dope. Uh, anything else? Uh, Agent Lots of cities. Uh, 69? <laughs> nice. Game two. That's your Hitman number now, Jesse. Yeah. So, um, due to the main talent of this game having con- contractual endorsements, Wheaties and Gatorade appear as health pickups in the game. 
All right, so uh, who has their answers ready? Johnny, are you ready on the hat trick? Yeah. I hope Johnny got it right. All right, so um, Johnny says chaos in the Windy City, while John and Jesse both say Michael Jordan chaos in the Windy City. Yeah, it's a hat trick. Like, part of me wanted to be an asshole, and I was like, nah, it's, yeah. I don't know. I like Scotty Pippen, Chaos in the Windy City. It was like Pokemon. There was a Scotty Pippen version and a Michael Jordan version. And if you ask Scotty Pippen about it, he says it's the better game, and the, the, yeah. the other game never acknowledged him properly. And, you know. But then you go back and you listen to interviews with the original game, and it's like, yeah, you know, Scotty Pippen, Chaos in the Windy City is. Without it, there is no Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. <laughs> yeah. The game's very gracious towards Scotty Pippen. But, no yeah, Tippin' Pippin. That's uh, it's getting meta with the uh, last dance. We should just do a last dance commentary at some point, guys. I want to talk to you guys about the 96 Bulls. Because, <laughs> um, um, yeah, David, I, I'm, I'm so glad you picked this. You know, you Chicago boy, you. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm super, like, happy to talk about this game because this is a game starring Michael Jordan where you don't have to play basketball. So this is like right up my alley. Um, yes. It's like a Shaq Fu situation. Yes, except it's better. Um, or I should say it's not as bad. Because <laughs> um, this game isn't great, but it's not bad. Um, I have actually played this game uh, before, before the show we were going to record last week. Um, I went to my local mom and pop uh, rental place and rented this game. So I have played this game and the controls are a little loose. Like it's, it's not super polished. Like this isn't super Metroid or super Mario world, but God, I wish it were. (laughs) It's also like, it's not Bubsy. Like this isn't great, but it's not terrible. It's, Mm. it's enjoyable. Um, and I really like it because of how goddamn weird it is. So the the story is about uh, Michael Jordan going to like a charity basketball event, um, and then a mad scientist named <laughs> Doctor Maximum Cranium steals all of the other basketball players and kidnaps them. So Michael Jordan has to go and rescue 25 other basketball players. That's all Whoa. of them. So oh, wow. 26 basketball players. Well, no, but also that, you know, are we talking like they, he like presumably kidnapped the Bulls. Oh, okay. like, there's not 25 guys on the Bulls. <laughs> well, I think That's it's too many. I think it's the Bulls and like the other That's teams true. that were participating in this charity sure. event. Um, and also, I, I'm assuming that the Bulls are nowhere in this game. I bet the NBA would not let them have the Bulls. <laughs> like, well, I believe that like when you rescue a basketball player, it's just like a tall guy in a jersey. Like, it's very nondescript. Hmm. Um, but you, yeah, it's Roger. Yeah, this this came out when Michael Jordan wasn't even playing basketball. This came out in like 94, so like, yeah, there wouldn't be an NBA license on this. He had retired. (laughs) Which is why um, your main attack in the game is throwing a basketball. And the game's kind of like Mega Man in that your basketball has unlimited ammo. 
but you get different power-ups that have limited ammunition. So you Fuck get yeah. like an ice basketball, a grenade basketball, <laughs> and there's a uh, a weapon that you get that's like a boomerang. You throw it, it comes back, and that's actually a baseball. <laughs> so they do reference Michael Jordan retiring and trying to play baseball. Man, I was really that's hoping little... that he'd be throwing a basketball like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> And then being surprised, the basketball into a boomerang shape. And then being surprised when it does not come back. Or brick. Um, yeah. Can he just throw bricks? <laughs> no, because he's Michael Jordan. No. He fucking sinks them every time, baby. Right. Well, and that's one of the things that I like is, or I think is hilarious about this game is his walk animation. He's constantly dribbling a basketball. Like it's not just a normal walk. Because I guess he'll get busted for traveling. Yeah. Um, Duh, like he dude. constantly dribbles yeah. in this game. And rules is rules. <laughs> you have to, the, the levels are huge, like and expansive. So you have to kind of like find your way around them. Um, and you have to find and unlock keys to open prison cells to let out the kidnapped basketball players. The way that you find the keys is in the levels, there are certain basketball hoops, so you have to go up to them and slam dunk in the basketball hoop, and that gets you the key to rescue the player. And that's that's what I like about this game, is it's just fucking silly. Um, and the fact that it all takes place in Chicago, but not just that, like, it really takes place in Chicago. Like That's the first... what was going to be my question. Did they actually get anything in Chicago, like resembling Chicago? Tell, like, is there a Sears Tower in the background at some point at least? Do, do you dribble the... the giant bean? Yeah, oh, is the bean a special ball? <laughs> the first level in this game is beneath the Field Museum, and you actually start out in the ancient Egyptian exhibit, and then you go like into the catacombs, and that's where he's kidnapped the base or the basketball players. Okay, um, dope. One of the enemies is like an L car, um, and there's <laughs> yes, and there's also like giant robot spiders and shit. Like, can Michael it's... Jordan suplex the L train? Ooh. You know, I didn't get that far to find out. I don't think so, but no, <laughs> they yeah, weren't I'm aware gonna... of that reference yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Sabin in Final Fantasy VI. No, I'm saying the developers didn't know oh. that reference yet. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan, he's like play testing the game himself. He's like, I told you all guys, I, you know, I've played Final Fantasy III. You know, so, you know, so it's actually six, and I told you I need to be able to slam that train around. <laughs> You know, listen, sorry, your airness. We fucking published the game already. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm just imagining Michael Jordan like riding Sue the T Rex, and as he rides Sue the T Rex, she dribbles the basketball. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's like Super Mario Odyssey, but with Michael Jordan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anybody you pass the ball to, it absorbs Michael Jordan into them. <laughs> I mean, we honestly, got we got great ideas here. I wouldn't put it past them. Like, this game is crazy. Um, I do want to say to uh, Cyan007 um, in the chat who's saying that, like, apparently this is one of the worst games ever. Yeah, <laughs> it has a bad reputation because it's a Michael Jordan game where you don't play basketball. Like, it's low-hanging fruit. Nintendo Power listed this as one of the ten worst games of all time, and it's Whoa. not. It's really not. Um, it's, just, it's an easy target. I mean, seriously, it, you know, you get a Michael Jordan branded game in which it's a platformer, like where you're throwing magic basketballs instead of, you know, fucking shooting hoops. Yeah, it's an easy target. <laughs> but, you know, if it's a competently done SNES platformer, it's immediately elevated above many other things. <laughs> which it is. Um, and I kind of wish 
more stuff like this happened, uh, like we were recently talking about in our most recent episode of GTT Gems, which you can find by going to patreon.com slash game that tune. Um, how like a lot of sports games no longer have athletes tied to them. Like it used to be Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball and Kobe Bryant's basketball and whatnot. And now it's just like the NBA license and everything. Yeah, I kind of wish it, that tighten everything up athletes since they're not putting their names on sports games would like put their names on other games like mm -hmm. i would play a lebron james action rpg yeah. and he was in space jam 2 he will put his name on a video game like exactly. just fucking go for it yeah or like one of his sons you know fucking yeah. played you know brownie's real deal rpg and you know fucking everybody's gonna go apeshit for that you yeah. know now that you mentioned that well, i would like that. to see that happen real quick now that college athletes can profit off of their fucking name, image, and likeness, since they're not beholden to any leagues or like deals yet, I want to see some college athletes go out there and go ahead and get like their games off the ground. That would be, uh, you know, that would really sway my fandom a certain way. So, I would contribute uh, to this idea if I knew a single college athlete. Well, that's the thing. I don't care about it. You know, it, but like, you know, if the new fucking quarterback for the fucking Seminoles has his own fucking RPG. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, cool. That guy's way cooler than the last guy we had playing quarterback. I'll play that. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll give yeah. you five bucks on that. I'd play uh, Bryce Young Star Stacker for sure. That'd be a great game. Sure. Yeah. You know, whoever that is, John. <laughs> Did you literally just Google college athlete? No, I Google famous college football players 2021. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> so there's... There's an RPG called Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. Mm. And you play as like Charles Barkley in like a post-apocalyptic world. And you have to like save the world with basketball and whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's, I would it's love to see things like that made. It's in supposed to be capacity. really good. You know, that's just, you know, that is a fan game. Yeah, it's a fan game. But I yeah. mean, at this point. You know, Still, that's that's the kind of game that I would want to play. It's like It'd be pretty great game. if it turned out it was a fan game and that fan was one Charles Barkley. That's terrible. I'll pick my own game. The RPG is available on the market are terrible. <laughs> I have to make my own. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do any more Charles Barkley impressions on the show. Sorry about Thank that. Thank God. Um, Johnny, hold on. He didn't do his Charles Barkley impression. Johnny, give us a little bit of Barkley. All right, let's see here. Ah, no, yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it for him. Come on, man. That's my bit. All right, just say "awk" with a deep Southern accent. Ah. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Game oh. two. <laughs> Terrible.
Alright guys, so uh, this game was originally going to have um, full motion video for the endings, but they had to scrap that and uh, change it to text-based endings. Who's got a? He's got some answers. I do. So let's take a look. All right. So John says Pokemon Crystal, which is incorrect. Jesse says Santa sixty four, which is incorrect. And David has the <laughs> correct answer. This is Twisted Metal. This is the original Twisted Metal for PlayStation released in 1995. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but this game takes place on Christmas Eve in LA, which is why there's Christmas music sprinkled throughout the soundtrack. I, I was sitting here thinking, I was I've like, been watching, been watching Die Hard instead of playing Twisted Metal. I've been making a terrible mistake. You can do both. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, you know, with all the characters in Twisted Metal, maybe there's a crazy Santa. Like, the main character is a fucking psychotic ice cream clown. Maybe <laughs> Santa Claus is in Twisted Metal. Yeah, Santa with muscles makes a cameo. It's not surprising. Yeah. Um, man, no, I, I had no idea, Johnny. You know, how did you know that? Uh, Wikipedia. I, I mean, I played it a bunch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Huge Twisted Metal fan, John Regan, famously. I actually did play this. 1995 PlayStation owner. When it first came out, uh, my friend, I had a friend that had a PlayStation, so I did go over his house and played it a little bit. And yeah, it's a it's a fun game. You know, vehicular combat. Oh, it's a uh, yeah. Streets of L.A. Uh, did not pick up on the fact that it was Streets of L.A. It was just nameless, exploding streets to me. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> was not LA. paying attention. Was not paying attention. <laughs> exactly. Much like, much like Demolition Man. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that's just LA. Like LA. <laughs> yep, totally. <laughs> this is LA and clearly not Ontario, Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't shot on location in Vancouver, baby. That was the real LA there in Twisted Metal. Yeah, um, I believe that each level is designed after specific areas like there's um there's a level designed after uh the warehouse district of downtown la and there's also one based on the freeways uh there's one warehouse based district on seems like a cop out like it just means you're gonna be driving around fucking warehouses yeah <laughs> <laughs> that one's easy copy that down <laughs> they named right. a whole district after warehouses oh god this is gonna be easier than i thought <laughs> have you finished modeling the warehouse yes all right copy paste it about 20 yeah. more times yeah. levels done right exactly la i love you uh, yeah. what am i supposed to do with all these hammock models i made <laughs> well that district didn't make it into the game <laughs> So yeah, any of you guys uh, play this game back in the day? A little brief. No. Yeah, it's fun. Briefest of brieflies. I, I just didn't know that many PlayStation owners. Turns out all my friends were Nintendo boys. And but yeah, I mean it's it's car combat. It was fucking it's like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, cool. This is you know, this is the future of gaming right here. You know, boxy things blowing each other up and shredding metal music. Yeah. It's cool to uh to eleven year old me. <laughs> like Hot, hot shit right here. <laughs> so, Johnny, I have to ask, um, because clearly you have the knowledge of the game pulled up in front of, like, the forefronts of your mind. Mm-hmm. Who were the characters in this game? Because the only one I know of is Sweet Tooth. Well, and I'm assuming there has to be more than Sweet Tooth. Yes. And, well, Sweet there does Tooth... not have to be more than Sweet Tooth. <laughs> Sweet Tooth There's... is the car. Uh, he is driven by Needle's cane. Uh, but no I... way. But I'm pretty Is sure it a Frankenstein's monster situation. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> what? <laughs> you tell me, Sweet Tooth isn't the name of the clown; it's the car. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Today Impossible. I learned. Wow. Fucking. No. Wow. That changes everything. <laughs> that now does. I want to go back and play this game and find out. Needles came. Yeah. Who the fuck buys ice cream from a guy named Needles? <laughs> Yeah, nope. <laughs> well, that's why he kills so many people. <laughs> His ice cream business was unsuccessful. Was Maybe that that's what why the car is named would... Sweet Tooth. It's like, I'm not buying Needles ice cream. Oh, no, this is Sweet Tooth ice cream. Oh, yeah, I'm down for that. I never understood what the hell Marty yeah. McFly's job was in Back to the Future Part 2 in the future. Was it ice cream this whole time? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Please what? don't go into that scene with the very racist caricature of the Japanese boss. Well, no, I'm talking about Flea, you know, who plays yeah, Needles, Needles in uh, Back to the Future Part, part 2 and 3. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was, there was a long to way to go. Just got there. I <laughs> 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 think we were in an ice cream Long walk, baby. <laughs> um, I just, I just want to know 
why are we discussing Flea and Back to the Future instead of Johnny talking about other characters in this game? Right. I yeah. feel like that question was asked question. several minutes ago. I do like, there is one uh, character, Mr. Grimm, who I believe is also the vehicle. Like he, if I recall correctly, he is a motorcycle. Like, I don't think he's driving, the, unless the motorcycle is also named Mr. Grimm. I'm pretty sure like he is the motorcycle and he shoots a skull out as like a special attack and things like that. Uh, he's like a skeleton demon, you know, hell, sp- like uh, the Ghost Rider ripoff, basically. Um, but then you got uh, you got Spectre, Hammerhead, Roadkill, Warthog, Pit Viper, Crimson Fury, Thumper, Outlaw, Darkseid, and Yellowjacket. And those are the car names. Um, yeah, I didn't ask for the cars. I was like, <laughs> who are the characters? God you, damn it. Yeah. You've got Needles Kane and Charlie Kane. And I don't remember if they're brothers or like a father son. You know, situation. You got Mr. Ash, Carl Roberts, Bruce Cochrane. Mr. Ash? Mr. Ash. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not <laughs> Billy Gunn. <laughs> um, Bruce Cochrane. I'm just going to learn mundane names behind these characters and cars, Johnny. This whole Needles Kane <sighs> drama is fucking up well, my whole brain. Well, we might find out because uh, there's going to be a Twisted Metal television show at some point. And what? I think Why? The, the guy who plays um, uh, the new Captain America is going to be um, in it. Chris Anthony Evans? Mackie? No. That guy's dead, remember? There's another Captain America. Anthony Mackie? Yes. Okay, I'm into that. Needles Kane? No, I think he might be um, Axel, the guy with the tires for arms. I'm not sure. I know he's going to be in it. (laughs) I I don't see the appeal here. (laughs) Why? Why would they make that? Like, why make a video game into something that's not a video game? Like, you know, the movies have shown us that's generally a bad idea. Yeah, whatever fucking, you know, Pluto TV channel was paid for them to make a fucking twisted metal show with you know they're making a mistake. Like just don't. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I hope that's not true. I don't wish ill upon you know. No, Hollywood. it is true. No, no, I hope it's not true. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. So I I finally said screw it and started looking up a list of characters from Twisted Metal. Um, and there's Axel. Uh, there apparently there's a character named Dollface, um, who is a woman in like red latex bodysuit with a doll mask. Um, and this is a list of characters throughout the series because I got down to Twisted Metal Four, where it just says Rob Zombie. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Shit. I mean, you know, now that just that uh, that just adds all up, baby. Like if you can fucking play Twisted Metal as Rob Zombie driving the Dragula, then you're in real business. You know, you got me back into this series. <laughs> I, mm. really, I I, I, I want to play as Needles Kane driving Rob Zombie. That's what I want to play as. Yeah, Rob Zombie's the name of the Dragula. It's not it's <laughs> not actually the name of the driver at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Johnny, you broke my brain with this. I'm, I'm baffled to learn that the vehicles have names that are different than the people that drive them and that we've been misnaming Sweet Tooth for years. And That, this that has does been... seem like <laughs> unnecessarily confusing. <laughs> And this like is they, a Christmas they game. They both have perfectly rad names. And then we've been calling Sweet Tooth by the wrong name all these years. I mean, like, I've been making a fucking idiot of myself. <laughs> but also, Sweet Tooth is just a cooler name than Needles Cane. I mean, Needles Cane's a cool name for, like, 
like an ECW wrestler from way back in the day, but he's not really a cool name for I don't know, Sweet Tooth is cooler. Sweet Tooth but. makes more sense for a clown. Needles does not. It's true. I don't know. And it's so confusing yeah. that, you know, it seems like even the people that make the games have lost track of the fact that his name is Needles Kane. Like, he's he's Sweet Tooth to so many people. It, it feels like he it, it, finding out he had a real name bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining Classic poor... Segment. <laughs> I was imagining poor Needles the Clown, like, having such a hard time making his animal balloons because he's always popping them. Because his, because, hands are made of, because his hands are made of needles. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's. I don't think that's his deal, Johnny. I think he's just a psychotic clown. Uh, yeah. If any, if there's any reason he has trouble making balloon animals, it's because he's a psychopath and he wants to kill people. <laughs> he's doing kids parties and then he realizes he could just be killing the kids. And he stops God. making the balloon animal and kills all the kids. God, that would be dark. Uh, yes. If... <laughs> that would be twisted metal black. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we need a needle. We need a needles cane origin series. That's the only good twisted metal TV series. Is the origins of needles cane and how he stopped using his real name and became Sweet Tooth. <laughs> I don't know. I I kind of want to see the origin story for Axel because, like, seriously, how do you get giant tires for arms? It's a I would complicated like that surgery. <laughs> it's well, pretty expensive. Obviously, he <laughs> flew from one place to another, and boy, were his arms tired. Oh, yeah. oh, no! Game three. <laughs>
right, guys. So uh, each of this game's stages features a unique mechanic that can alter the gameplay and the strategy in various ways. Uh, some of those mechanics include high winds for increased gliding speeds, security cameras and sentries, moving traffic that you can ride on and use for cover, wrecking balls, and fast transport tubes a la Futurama. <laughs> Okay, how you feeling? Okay. Okay. I have a guess. Good. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Jesse says tubes. Uh, sadly incorrect. Johnny says Frazier? <laughs> Yeah, he's drawing a penis the size of a building, the size of the uh, space needle. Oh, okay, it's space needle dick. Yeah, I guess that was something. And David, with a question mark, actually has the correct answer. Oh. David says, "Knock, knockout city." Yes, I was gonna say because I remember like the trailers for this game, and I seem to remember seeing like moving traffic and giant tubes. And the music kind of had the vibe of this game because isn't this kind of like Splatoon but dodgeball? Yes, more or less. Um, I'm not sure how to describe this game exactly. Besides that, yeah, it really it's like uh, dodgeball. You know, yeah, it, I mean, damn, David, you kind of did just say it. Let's move on. <laughs> um, 
I don't no, really yeah, know how yeah. to describe this game. I believe I just did. I know, and that's the thing. You, you fucking, I wasn't expecting you to fucking nail it just like that. But yeah, it is Splatoon with Dodgeball. So I said, well, no, Splatoon. It's got, oh, no, it's got that many characters going against each other in colorful settings. And it's an online versus game. You know, fuck, it is Splatoon with Dodgeball. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't fucking... mean to steal your thunder, man. I'm so, sorry. No, you didn't steal my thunder. It, it, you expressed it in a way that I realized was a really easy way to, you know, synopsize the game. I wasn't expecting that. I was going to kind of be like, ah, I don't know how to feel about this game. Because, you know, it's a dodgeball game where you're playing online with squads and, you know, you win cosmetic upgrades and, uh, you know, the levels are fun and colorful and have their quirks. And you're like, that's Splatoon, but dodgeball. I'm like, God damn it. That is what it is. <laughs> That's Mother all this is, right? <laughs> yeah. No wonder I'm so ambivalent towards it. <laughs> uh, like, it's a perfectly okay game. Like, I, yeah, I am. Um, I've been playing it a, a little bit. I, you know, it was a PS Plus game. I don't know if this game, you know, was. Uh, it feels like a free-to-play game. I realize it probably isn't. You know, you're probably supposed to pay some kind of money to play it. Jesse, have you played this? Was this a Game Pass game at some point? It is. It is a Game Pass game, um, and uh, yeah, it is a pretty fun game. What's, yeah. what's cool is like uh, you can turn into a ball, and someone can throw you at someone else. See, I've I've not yet done that, uh, but yeah, it, like you're playing the game, and you know there's balls littered around the stage that you're trying to hit the other guys with, and if you're not near a ball, you can ball yourself up and let your teammate throw you. That's fucking great. Um, but I, I have not. Is this not a free to play game? Turns out, no, maybe not. Okay, because it's it's EA, it's... and there's like cosmetic upgrades that you can get. I just assumed this was free to play. No, because see, Jesse got it on Game Pass, and I got it, I think, as a PS Plus download. Like, so it's essentially free to play. You know, they basically hand it out to millions of people. But if you're one of those suckers that paid, you know, twenty dollars for this, then you know it's uh, still out there for you. But yeah, I, you know, I don't know, uh, Jesse. How would you feel about it? Did you, you know, did you put any anything resembling time into this game or no? I probably put about like maybe five to seven hours into it. Okay. Like it's it's you know it's fun enough. You know, it would be fun to play online if like if you had a, a few people that you could like chat chat with and yes, you know have communication and you know that was my, my main thing and realizing you know what was going wrong for me i'm like well one when you first start playing the game they can barely hide the fact that like your initial matchmaking you're playing against like bots and then once you're not playing against bots it's like well i kind of wish i was chatting with everybody like this would be a lot more fun if i was playing with friends instead of just random guys that like they're decked out to the nines with their cosmetic upgrades like i feel like the matchmaking was a little broken <laughs> it's like i'm I'm only playing this game pretty fucking casually, and I'm facing these, you know, insane super dudes that clearly know what they're doing. Hmm. Kind of wish I had my boys here with me. Or kind of wish I was just playing a game, like, with... Another game? <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wish I was playing another game, but, like, wish I had gotten all, you know, wish I had gotten five guys together to play this fucking game instead of, like, you know, I don't even want to play, like, you know, me, you, and Johnny against fucking three randoms. Like, no, I want a private room. This game would be a lot of fun as a because you know, it wouldn't work as a local multiplayer game because it would be too hectic and the split screen would be crazy. But like this would be a lot of fun for a game night on you know online with people. Yeah. 
and then like after that never play it again because i mean honestly yeah. I, I don't see this having legs <laughs> like it just you know, it's kind of fun but not really <laughs> it was like when i fucking played that fucking ninjala game like and that one i believe was free to play maybe that's why i'm thinking this is free to play it's like yeah it's an online fucking crazy splatoon looking colorful thing and you run around and do you know wacky bubblegum ninja shit and this one's like, hey, you you, know, you do you know, wacky dodgeball shit all over the place. It's like, is this a free-to-play game? No, it just feels like one. Yeah. Um, but it's it kind of funny. <laughs> oh yeah, it's only a matter of time. Um, you know, it's got fun like power-up balls uh, before each match. Like a little thing spins and it determines whether or not you're going to get like a certain power-up ball in that level, or like all the power-up balls are strewn about the level. And you, know, you got like a, like a sniper ball that you can target people from a long way away with. You got a, a moon gravity ball that when you're holding it, you can do super jumps. Uh, I think there's a like an ink ball, or I think they call it like a soda ball. It blows up like a shook up soda and covers the screen, so you don't know what's going on. It's like the like the blooper in Mario Kart. Um, say for legal purposes, they can't call it an ink ball. Right, exactly. <laughs> the the um, art reminds me of like the neutrinos from Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, you know they're like the, the the space kids from the fifties or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I, you know, I can't make heads or tails of what they're going for with the art, like and the characters. It's uh, like the character I ended up picking was like a Fonzie, like greaser-looking dude. And I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. I only chose him because he's got my hair vaguely. I don't know why. Why is this guy in this graffiti world, you know, in a leather jacket? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Like, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm not wild about it. I, you know, but it, I don't know. Like I said, if, if I had more people to play with, or if I'd maybe put a little bit more time into it, I might find it fun. But also, I feel like there's just other games to play. And some of the levels, some of the things about the game pissed me off. So, Jesse, tell me, you know, you played the ones with, like, the rooftops where, you know, you can glide between yeah. them and stuff like that. Um, and so they have different modes. There's, like, a Fortnite-style mode where a circle is contracting in, and you guys all end up in a small space at the end. Yeah. Know, fighting each other uh, that to me doesn't really work great in this game yeah it's uh, weird because eventually you're just in like you know it's like four guys in a bathroom throwing dodgeballs at each other and it doesn't make any sense uh, and then there's Friday the, night yeah, exactly, just a normal Friday Tallahassee um, <laughs> and then there's like just a first to first team to ten mode um, but like no eliminations but as I was playing that there's something, and it's you know just something you gotta deal with, I guess, as part of the game. But I feel like it's it's something they should have addressed. You're playing on like rooftops, and if you get hit by a ball or like knocked away by like the wrecking ball in the construction stage or whatever, if you fall off the rooftop, it's a point for the other team. Even if the other team had nothing to do with you getting knocked off the rooftop, like if if you're just say playing this game for the second time ever and you don't really remember where to go on your hang glider and you end up gliding and not landing safely on the next platform, you fall and it's a point for the other team. <laughs> and it's like, no, hold on. That should just be a respawn, man. That shouldn't benefit them. Like <laughs> the game is dodgeball. It's not don't fall off the roof. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's but, I mean, the game of life. <laughs> it is. That's the thing. Like if you're playing rooftop dodgeball, I guess you've got to learn to not fall off the roof. But I don't know. I just feel like that's some kind of you know just thing they 
it shouldn't be that way. Like if I you know get fucking and because you can also like there's you know like a charge move that you can do to like knock a ball out of somebody else's hands and like stagger them for a second, and you can use that to just knock your opponents off the roof. So it's like if I catch a ball playing good defense, but I'm near the edge of a roof and some guy just charges right into me, knocks me off the roof. That's a point for him. You know, he didn't fucking hit me with a ball. I feel like they, you know, they, they, you know it, it's like the cones of Dunshire. It's about, it's supposed to be about the cones. This is Dodge. It's knockout city. It's supposed to be about the falls. Not knocking people off buildings and letting them fall to their deaths. Yeah, that's, that's not in the title of the it's game. It's a Batman game. <laughs> then again, now that I realize it, that dodgeball is not in the title of the game either. So I, you know, I don't know what I'm bitching about, but <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a weird game. Um, you know, like uh, worth playing once it goes free to play, for sure. <laughs> if it's not already free to play. Exactly. I mean, you know, research, uh, more research is needed because you know, like I said, I, I got it as a PS Plus download. I was like, oh, that's that game that. Hmm. I thought that was free to play. Is PS Plus giving away free games as part of their free games program now? That's that's kind of fucked. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, It feels like it's got fun potential if you're playing it with the right people, but just kind of casually play this one online, it's like, uh, this um, it's lacking. It's lacking that Splatoon charm. I don't know. I feel like I could play Splatoon for hours, and this one I'm more like, eh, I played it for an hour. So kind of good on this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's, there's just little things that take it from like playing it for an hour to playing it for hours. And this one hasn't quite gotten there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not an online gaming expert, so what can I say? But uh, music's cool. Uh, City is cool. You know, I don't know. They try to have lore in the background. There's a new season of content with an alien invasion going on. I don't give a shit. You know, even aliens can't make this game all that oh, cool. Oh, aliens are invading. Well, let's continue our weird sport. Better keep playing dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, there's more important things going on than aliens invading. It's throwing dodgeballs at these greaser kids. Um, you know, hey. hey. Don't look up, pony boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, Knockout City. Yeah. Let's move it on, Johnny. Let's keep it going. Game five.
Okay, so this was the last game in this franchise that the series creator worked on as part of its developing studio. After its release, he resigned and formed his own company. I think David feels good on this one. I feel very good. Good. Glad to hear that. Johnny? Jesse? I feel... Uh, I feel okay. Alright. <laughs> Johnny... Johnny says, Spore? Sadly, incorrect. Jesse <clears throat> says, Secret of Evermore. Sadly, incorrect. And David has the correct answer, Kirby Air Ride. Yes, of course, Kirby Air Ride for the GameCube. Um, our fan request for the evening, we want to thank Aker for that request. Thank you, Aker. Fantastic request. And uh, fantastic game, this Kirby Air Ride. Um, the only Kirby game on the GameCube, as I recall. Fuck, really? Oh, that's depressing. Yeah, that sucks. Well, because they were supposed to do, like, a an actual, like, Kirby platformer game on the GameCube, and they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, and then that became Return to Dreamland for the Wii. Right, yeah. Fuck. You're right, David. I mean, um, I don't play that many Kirby games anyway, but, you know, so I, I didn't notice. But, yeah, you know, fuck, that's really true. That's... Hey... Hey, yeah, these these B tier Nintendo, you know, fucking franchises—they just they miss generations well, with them. It's crazy. I mean, B tier. Yeah, the ones that don't come out every generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your Metroids and your Kirby's. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Hot take. They miss entire consoles. Your Mario Golfs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mario Golf's missed entire you? decades. I mean, 
if we are if we are talking about like Nintendo series that have missed entire consoles, then pretty much everything but Mario, because that's the only thing that came out on the Virtual Boy. Well, nobody's fucking talking about the Virtual Boy, David. I'm fucking <laughs> offended that you went there. <laughs> yeah, whoa, you got us, man. There it is. You know, we got a badass over here. He's right. There wasn't a Zelda game for the fucking Virtual Boy, David. B-tier. Well done. Oh man. <laughs> Oh. You got it. Yeah, everything but Mario down there on that B tier. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm kind of offended that you're talking about Kirby Air Ride and Kirby as a B tier like franchise and whatnot because this game's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. Kirby's B tier franchise, but it's a great <laughs> game. Like, oh, okay. I thought you were. All right. I thought you were talking showing about some Kirby contrition and taking it like... back. No, I'm not walking it back, David. I, you know, I love me some Kirby. Don't get me wrong. No, I mean, great, I don't. Great I just games. want to make sure you're not talking shit about Kirby Air Ride. No, certainly not. I, you know, I don't have much to talk about Kirby Air Ride. I played it, uh, you know, a little bit back in the day, and I'm still really disappointed. I'm kind of reeling from, like, getting rid of it years ago. I can't remember if I fucking had it and let a roommate keep it or what, but, you know, I, I didn't didn't play it very much there were just other games on the gamecube that i played more i feel like i didn't appreciate this game in its time and then recently i found this game at a garage sale and you know, i bought it along with a couple other gamecube games and got it home and lo and behold it didn't work and it loaded like the entire opening movie and i'm like oh kirby on the gamecube it's back we're gonna do some kirby racing son come in here you're gonna love this it's kirby and then it's like cannot read disc Oh, that's just, not okay, Kirby's fault. I know. I'm not blaming Kirby for it at all. I'm, I'm just telling a personal story about how I'm disappointed that I didn't get to re-experience this game like three months ago. I was really fucking upset. Like, I spent four dollars, guys. Yeah, I think the Shit. problem is with the beer with the B tier games. They use lesser quality discs that don't last as long. That's what it is. Nintendo, you know, they printed this basically on paper, <laughs> and it just doesn't hold up to you know 18 years of. <laughs> GameCube gameplay. You can't get it wet. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) It just falls apart. Can't feed it after midnight. Can't get it wet. Well, Um, how often are you getting your games wet anyways? What? That's what? I'm sorry. Do you guys not give your discs a bath? (laughs) No. That actually does remind me if there was a a Nintendo website article. Uh, I think it was Nintendo Life, but like the article was, please do not dip your Zelda cartridges in orange juice. And I was like, wait, oh, no, why is this know. a fucking what? That's a, I think that's a real image for the, the Wii. Wii like, please do not uh, like try to make the Wii drink orange juice. <laughs> and it's just an image of a Wii and someone's pouring juice on it. It's like, um... Obviously, somebody tried that at some point. They had to make that image. <laughs> like, that, guy, that guy over there looks thirsty. I'm going to put some orange juice on him. Yeah. Oh, He's glowing blue. I think it needs some uh, some fucking orange juice. Um, <laughs> Go Gators. Yeah, no, I'm just disappointed that I fucking couldn't, uh, <laughs> couldn't get back into this game this year because you know i got back into mario golf and you know i was i was having a little gamecube revival last year and fucking kirby air ride didn't work out and i'm, I'm disappointed because i i don't have enough like uh fond memories of it like you know i i know it's great it's got that smash bros dna in it it's got you know fucking masahiro sakurai all over it like you know you, you boot it up and the menus look like smash bros 
And then, you know, you go into that city trial and you start playing those fucking wacky multiplayer things. It's like, yeah, this is fucking great. I never got there. You know, it's been too long. I got to find a working copy of it and play that. I, you know, I can't believe that this game hasn't seen a re-release. Like, it's, I don't know, seems like the kind of thing that this is when people are asking for like GameCube games to be like a virtual console type situation. They're pointing at games like this. Because this is this is literally lost like 18 years ago, and there's so much charm in this game. It's just like relentlessly fun. <laughs> and well, it's, it's 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 a Masahiro Sakurai game, so it's really easy to pick up, but yeah. like deceptively complex, and right. it's super fucking fun. And so, David, the, you played a good amount of this back in the day, or what? I did, um, mm. and I loved the hell out of this game because um, pretty much like it's. It's a racing game, but you're constantly moving forward. So you don't have to worry about like accelerating or all that. You're just going forward. Um, and then you basically steer and A does everything. It's like brake, charge boost, attack, like everything comes down to the control stick and the A button. Um, and because it's a Kirby game, as you're going through the course, there's random enemies that like pop up and everything and as you pass them by you can inhale them and they give you the power-ups so you can become like spark kirby and bomb kirby and shit and then use that to fuck with the other players it's just it's a very simple but very fun game and the the city trials was pretty much smash run on the 3ds Okay, well, you know, I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that fucking recognized that DNA. <laughs> it's like, because, like, you're basically... Just, it's all up... The, like, Smash Run and City Trial are cousins, t- at least. Because <laughs> like, you're basically just, like, going around trying to find, like, different attributes to increase aspects of your machine that you're riding on and everything. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's a big competition race that's, like, a random choice between a couple different things, like like a drag race or like a normal race or everything is like, it's fucking smash run, except you're racing and it's all Kirby and it's adorable. And, and, and during the gathering of the, the power-ups and things, you can also attack each other and affect each other. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, God, it's like, yeah, a little bit of battle mode and then like a crazy attribute race. It's like, you know, Oh yeah, that was smash run in 3d and just made Kirby weird. And I'm like, man, like Sakurai, he's got he, he's got some fucking special ideas up in there, man. And I realized that, you know, I don't know, maybe it's not that special if he's recycling it, but it, you know, like that kind of idea needs to be applied to more games. The, you know, more games need the smash run kind of like fun free for all that results in something wacky happening. Like that's the kind of multiplayer game I like. You know, if more shit like that were in Knockout City. I'd play more Knockout City. Like, if you were running around catching attributes and then eventually you have to fling crazy balls at each other, now you got me back on board. But, you know, no. Like, there's something special in these uh, these Sakurai games. And, uh, you know, add to that the fact that it's already a Kirby racing game. It's like, well, that's fucking crazy. Like, uh, you know, what a game that deserves to be revisited. (laughs) It's amazing that it's a Kirby racing game that only has three characters yeah. and that's not a problem. Like, I mean, yeah, because, you know, really when you get down to it, like, Kirby, I guess, it doesn't have a whole lot of 
like who are the supporting cast of Kirby? You got Kirby, you got the two, you know, rival characters, and then you know, what are you gonna do? Waddle D? Well, I mean, you, you know. could do like Waddle D, you could do like Mr. Frosty, like Dynablade, like there are characters that you could put in there, but mm. I'm not exactly missing them when I'm playing green Kirby. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Give me eight colors of Kirby and then King DDD and Meta Knight. Good enough. I'm fucking done. good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When the game's this fun. Yeah, great. Um, oh, man. I, yeah. I'm so disappointed that I don't have more recent memories of this because, you know, like I said, I just, you know, I didn't put enough time into it back in the day and it didn't quite click with me. And I was so happy to get the chance to revisit it. And Kirby's such like a, as a dad now, it's like, this is the game that I want my son to start playing. I want my son to see this colorful just adorable thing and he'll never get to the point in these games in the next it, it'll take him a few years before he realizes the underlying horror of all the Kirby games so in the meantime he's just got himself a cute little you know puffball to play with but nope scratched up garage sale disc plans ruined um man I want to I want to play this right now I want to play with you guys you know seriously just god get Sakurai on the phone and you know, let's just get like a you know, downloadable Switch app, City Trial. It doesn't even have to be the rest of the game, just City Trial. Like, fucking people would pay crazy like that. That would be the kind of incentive that would make them be like, oh, that fucking online uh, expansion pass, not such a bad deal after all. If you get City Trial with it, yeah, yeah, you, know, you, you might get some people uh, on board. And you know. The sad, ironic thing is everything that we're talking about is why Sakurai quit Nintendo. Because it was like, after this game, he was tired of them constantly like, oh, you have this new idea. All right, make another sequel. Make another sequel. It's like, right. no, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's take that idea and apply it to another game. He's like, no, 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 I made that thing. I'm, I'd like to move on now. And then, you know, it's, uh, I'm going to form my own company. It's going to be great. It's going to be called Sora. And, you know, I, I, I guess I'll help you out with some Smash Brothers. Little did he know he was going to have to make Smash Brothers for the rest, <laughs> the rest of, his of his life. <laughs> I, I take him at his word when he's, you know, like looking at the camera and just being like, I am so tired. Like, I, I don't want to make downloadable characters for Smash Brothers anymore. I'm, I'm finished. This is the final character in the ultimate game. I will not be doing this anymore. Yeah, I hope that's true. I hope he's finished. I, you know, for that adorable little man's sake. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's. I hope he's done with Smash Brothers because I like when he does non-Smash Brothers stuff. Like, mm -hmm. that's when you get Kirby Air Ride. That's when you get Kid Icarus Uprising. That's when you get Meteos. Like, I want right. to play more of those games. Yeah. So, you know, free Sakurai. That's what we're saying. You know, free Kirby Air Ride, free City Trial for everybody on Switch, and then, yeah, free Sakurai. You know, break his fucking chains. Um, yeah, I need to find myself a working copy of this because... It's just too damn fun. Uh, trying to remember the levels in it, you know. Obviously, you know, City Trial is a big thing we've been talking about, but like, you know, the the actual racetracks were fun, uh, and the, you know, the music from it's fucking classic. You know, you know, this is one that you know gave us fucking Frozen Hillside, Checker Knights. Um, yeah, I remember the tracks being like, I don't, I can't remember if they were individual tracks or if it was just tracks set in like the grasslands and the mountains and I think clouds like your typical Kirby levels but sure. turned into racetracks right 
Yeah, you know, I, I that's the thing. I, I don't really remember either. I, I, I'm sad I just, that I don't remember. <laughs> I don't specifically remember if it was like butter building or if it was just here's the city track. All right, I hate to be the guy that reads off, you know, information like Johnny reading off Twisted Metal characters. <laughs> uh, but, you know, courses for air ride, Fantasy Meadows, Celestial Valley, Sky Sands, Frozen Hillside, Magma Flow, Beanstalk Park, Machine Passage, Checker Knights, and the Nebula Belt. So, Ooh, I definitely remember the Beanstalk Park. Yep. That was a fucking awesome track. Just good, good levels, man. A lot of fun. Uh, they should bring it back. Yeah, and... and the other thing, you know, we've been, you know, real, you know, nice and kind to Sakurai, but at the same time, like, you know, maybe let people make sequels to things with your fun, interesting mechanics in them. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a tough, like, kind of thing to navigate. Like, you make something that's really fun and awesome, but, you know, it, it's 2022, baby. This game came out in 2004, and uh, I, I would like something else that plays like this. And if you're not going to make it available to me, for, you know, if you're not going to make Kirby Air Ride available to me in some convenient way, then yeah, I would like a game that emulates this in some way. You know, can we can we get even something resembling that? I don't know. I don't know who we got to talk to. I don't know. If, you know, is Sakurai's fucking mechanics like so, uh, you know, secretive that nobody can crack it? Like nobody can figure out how to do City Trial anymore? Come on, let me, uh, you know. Let me get a, a team of guys on that and see if we can get this city trial applied to some new game. Yeah. And, let, me, let me get a team of programmers to crack yeah. this formula. Johnny, what are you doing First this and foremost, John Regan, what do you know about yeah. you know, ripping game files and making something old seem new and also copyright law? What do you know about these things? Oh, God, you know, I really know a lot about all these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that nobody's ever asked me this before episode 278 of this yeah, podcast, wow. but I'm a fucking expert at these things. <laughs> <laughs> you want a city trial? I got you. Metropolis trial. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> you want Sakurai's ideas, but you know, bigger? Got it. Johnny Sakurai in the house. I love the idea too of Johnny like, wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. Metropolis style zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not city trial, city style. And let's throw it in a zone. Uh, you know, add a little spin dash, and uh, you know we're finished. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bada boom, <laughs> done. Out the oven. Instead yeah. of a pink ball, it's a blue ball. <laughs> totally Ooh. different. Yeah, Johnny famously loved blue balls. He's <laughs> 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 uh, the only guy out there advocating for blue balls. This yeah. is John Regan, fellow. Yeah. I, I um, was making a Sonic joke. No, you weren't. <laughs> it can be both. Yeah. It can be two <laughs> things, David. We've learned two balls. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Two Balls. That's what they call Johnny it. Two Balls. <laughs> He's got two of them, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not normal? It might not no, have two. Perfectly fine. But you're, uh -oh. you're the one that's supposed. To, you're the one that's proud of it, Johnny. It's okay to be proud of having two balls. Uh, yeah, I do that march every there. year. That's a clip for the radio. <laughs> Man, I'm disappointed that this game didn't come down to a lightning round. I had a good one planned, but David's been crushing this, and I think we can just go yeah. to the calculated computer and skip the round altogether. So, uh, yeah, I got nothing else on Kirby Air Ride. Uh, thanks again, Acre, for the request. And Johnny, let's uh, let's ride out. 
Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. What do you know? David Fleming, crushing the show. After you said I was crushing it, I was really wondering who was going to win. Yeah, it's a good thing we have that calculating computer to certify these things. It's, uh, man, it's it's a good thing to have. These these computers, they're uh, infallible, quite frankly. The future. And, yeah. What can I oh, say? I guess I'm just a city boy. Uh, <laughs> well said, David. Well said. Uh, great game. You got everything right. Um, you, you did fantastic on this episode. Uh, again, I am a little disappointed that we can't get the lightning round in. We'll, get, we'll add it in post. It'll be great. Uh, but <laughs> we'll in the meantime... The we'll just use the lightning round next game. It will have no make no sense, no context. We'll just throw it in. Well, that all depends, David. It depends on what theme you select right now. Maybe you select a theme that's centered around the lightning round that you're not aware Back of. Back to the city. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> Cities. Plural this time. <laughs> Towns. You know... I was thinking about Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City and how the game starts off in the Field Museum, notable for Sue the T-Rex. So I'm thinking that we have games with skeletons. Huh. Right. Okay. I was listening to you say that. I was like picking out words. Any of these no any of these words could go somewhere. It's like he's gonna pick windy games. He's not going to pick city games. We just Michael did city games. games. He's going to pick you know games with basketball players. He's going to pick games with dinosaurs. <laughs> He's going to pick games with museums. No. Games with Sue's. Yeah. Games, games with characters named Sue. Pretty pretty short list. Skeletons. That's the play. That's, uh, that's right up David's alley. David, famous uh, fan of human anatomy. Famous uh, for having bones. Famously, famous bone haver David. Mr. Um, called 206 bones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. David. There's 207. <laughs> oh, David has bones. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a great show next week. Games with not bones, skeletons. I mean, one could make an argument for bones if they were. No, 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 man. We're not shape. watching an episode of Bones. We're talking about games with skeletons. <laughs> not doing, you know, it's not going to be Mortal Kombat where you blow a guy up and bones and rib cages blow all over nah, the place. No, no, there, no. Are, there are skeletons in that, too. You better choose the one with the skeleton. <laughs> you better not show me a fucking bone. Technically, any game with a vertebrate animal has a skeleton. <laughs> That's true, too. But I was just saying, okay, you know, when, see, this is why we got to clarify these things. When, David, when, does the skeleton need to be removed from the skin? <laughs> when when Scorpion does his fire breath and burns you down, all is yeah. left is a skeleton. Right, that's okay. Great. If you can see the skeleton, it counts. Like, mm -hmm. if it's just a vertebrate animal, no. <laughs> Aww, you have to be able you. to see the skeleton. <laughs> Good job, David. Thank you for clarifying. And my only other question, uh, not necessarily like a human or a living skeleton, like, say, a Terminator might be eligible. Ooh, robot skeleton. You know, I'll have to Endo check with the judges, but... An endoskeleton is a skeleton. So, <laughs> what about I'll a game? What about a game where you play as a cockroach? Because you can see its skeleton. Because it's an exoskeleton. Uh, no. We already used Hollow Knight. We're done with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 
No, exoskeletons don't count. It it you have to a skeleton that is inside of an animal or machine that is outside. You have to be Why are we spending so much fucking time on this? <laughs> we could be doing a lightning round. <laughs> Every time I pick a theme. Every time. It's good good questions to ask, David. We gotta clarify these themes. Now we don't want to risk getting game over. Get. We take this take this very seriously. No bones about it, David. This is so <laughs> You heard the man. <laughs> so, we'll see you next week with games with skeletons. We'll see how uh, how many of us nail the theme. And uh it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting one. We've clearly defined a lot of possibilities here. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. But we want to thank everybody for uh, for listening tonight. Thanks everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. We weren't last week. We apologize for missing the show last week, but we hope everybody is enjoying the best of Nintendo Switch 2021 mixtape. David and I worked very hard on that collection of fantastic Nintendo Switch tunes from 2021, and uh, we hope you guys love it. But yeah, check out your uh, podcast devices, Tuesday mornings, Game That Tune, uh, you know, GameThatTune.com, or anywhere you get your podcast. We're there, and uh, we love you guys listening. Thanks to everybody checking out Patreon, patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's our home for awesome exclusives. Uh, pledge at any level to get access to our movie nights, which we have coming up again for our live viewers. Movie night tomorrow night. David, have you tabulated the votes? Um, you know, it's still really, really close. So I think I'm gonna. Oh wait, no. It looks like we we do have a clear winner. Um, I think I'm gonna have to close the poll, and it looks like we are going to be watching the. 2011 classic Green Lantern. <laughs> Fuck. Good, good, that. good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody's seen it but you, David. <laughs> uh, you guys are uh, in for a treat? I'm green yes. with envy. Uh, you know, pledge on Patreon at any level for VIP access to movie nights. Uh, and then besides that, we got all, all kinds of fun stuff on Patreon. We got covered up. We got mixtapes. We got Game That Tune Gems, where we look back at video game music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. Uh, and you help us keep the lights on at the radio station, the 24-7 video game music live stream at twitch.tv slash GTT radio. So we super appreciate you guys checking us out there. Special shout out to our absurd fans on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, and Akadar, a fantastic group of patrons that we've got at patreon.com slash game that too. Uh, once again, shout out Acre for the fantastic request. Thank you, Acre. Um, Acre made their request in our Discord server. That's the best place to do it, but you can also email us, game that tune at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Game That Tune. Find us, make requests. We love getting requests from you guys. Uh, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at JGangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at Johnny Gunvolt. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can find this week's winner, the uh, fucking glorious one, David Fleming, who we're going to make suffer through Green Lantern tomorrow night on movie night on Twitter at DFD Fleming. Hell yeah, man. So uh, 
David, you got bonus tunes. It's the last thing that you get to enjoy in the next 24 hours or so. So <laughs> let's uh, let's hear some fantastic tunes from you. <laughs> I like how you say that. Like, I'm not going to go to bed and sleep with my wife next to me. Like, you're gonna, you, David, you're going to be it. terrible. You're going to hate um, it. <laughs> so I discovered uh, someone on YouTube called The Legend of Renegade who remixes songs with the Genesis like sound font. Um, and they did a bunch of Mega Man songs. And interestingly, not surprisingly, because of the bass in the song, Skull Man from Mega Man 4 on the Genesis is actually really dope. So that's what we're going out with. Hell yeah, man. Skull, I checked my notes. It's part of a skeleton. It ties into next week's theme. We love you. Peace out, everybody. Copyright 2016, IO Interactive and Square Enix Company Limited. Uh, Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City is copyright 1994, Electronic Arts Incorporated. Twisted Metal is copyright 1995, Sony Interactive Studios. Knockout City is copyright 2021, Electronic Arts Incorporated. Kirby Air Ride is copyright 2003, HAL Laboratory and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Alright, uh, so in March 2016, um, Am I the only one still hearing music as he's talking? I, I heard it for a little bit, too. but now it's gone. I saw, I started okay, fading. Yeah, yeah. I, I started fading when Justin started talking, and yeah, it was still oh. going. I was gonna say, yeah, he's <laughs> talking over like a solid ten seconds of music at least. It's still like I a thought it was left. Oh really? I thought it was over. Jesus, Jesse. <laughs> oh well. Shit. I I thought it was over. My bad. It is now. But, um, yeah. Good. Um. So.